When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Davis, you're listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Damien Harris with me this evening. How are you, Damien? Wee! And Tyler Pooler is here Whee. as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> too. Hello, she <laughs> she We are recording this yeah, now. Uh, uh, what time? It's half past eight. On uh, Saturday the 1st of August, the day that will go down in history as the day that Kem Fryer first started working at the <laughs> Arsenal. And also the day that they beat Chelsea in the cup Way! final. Again! Way! For the third time. Again. <laughs> Again. Grumpy Frank. And, uh, we're, uh, I'm uh, in my house, Damien's in his house. Ty was also in Damien's house, but in another room. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. For, te- for technical reasons. I'm in the room that, um, like... Damien's got rid of the he's got rid of the Arsenal toilet, which of course he's talked about before. But yeah. I can re- I can assure you, being here now, because normally we just see him out in this room, it is still the big kids' room that you'd hope and expect <laughs> Damien's Harris house to still absolutely enough toys here to sink eBay. If <laughs> if I knocked him out of this room and put him on one by one, I could probably get a jet back to London. Probably could. By the time we finish this podcast, he probably could have made about five hundred quid. Yeah. <laughs> it took and a did while. you watch the game, lads, or did you go for a walk on the pier down in Brighton? Beautiful day. Oh, it's been a lovely day. We did go for a walk on uh, uh, on uh, it, it, on the downs uh, and the downs in Stenning, um, and um, we walked up a very steep hill. But Damien kept his spirits up, and we got back just in time for the game. Yeah, and we settled in, and then good stuff happened. Well, not instantly. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Well, Arsenal didn't start playing, did they, until five forty? <laughs> no, as does um, I want. I think they got the kickoff time wrong. They really didn't start playing at all until five forty, and they were already one nil down. But made by Giroud, he does have a habit of those little clever little layoffs that make winning goals in uh, cup finals. Although in this in this case, a consolation goal. Uh, yes. Yes. For Olivier Giroud, who hilariously was sitting on the touchline at the end of the game with his shirt off because he, he decided to choose Jesus. And he obviously <laughs> had it ready for the big reveal when he scored. <laughs> to take it off. Hey! I have found religion! He goes to see... Hey, the only thing can get me through Chelsea. And, and he had lost, a hair out of place it. as well. Did you notice? Did he? he That's had why a hair he got some. Yeah. There was a very big, conspicuous hair out of place on Giroud's head. So I must I, say, I did think, well, we did think, D, that didn't we, that he was going to be more of a thorn than he was in the end. And especially after that first few minutes with that lovely layoff, because we've seen him do that for us. Um, a little bit maybe of Maybe he took that shirt off. Maybe he took the shirt off because he was getting so hot in David Luiz's pocket. Maybe it was a bit <laughs> stuffy in there. And maybe Louise had to go off at the end because the strain on his groin of carrying Giroud for about <laughs> 70 minutes was a bit much. He's a big lad, Giroud. He's a big lad. And he definitely, absolutely had him in his pocket. Yeah. I never Apart knew. that one moment in, the, in that first five minutes. Did you know, Al, I never knew that um, it came, there was an article this week, there's been a lot of stuff, obviously, because Giroud played for us and them. But there was an article saying that on the on the coach last year against after the after they'd beaten us, he held up the trophy and said thanks Arsenal or something. That's the I, I like to think that Arteta pinned that up in the dressing room. I thought he was just I thought he was I thought he'd gone with better grace than that. But um, hearing him the other day say that he was a blue, I know he didn't want to leave, and I know I'm being petty, but that's basically what being football that's what football's about oh, when you're in the room. Right. You want him dead? You want him <laughs> <badly> dead? <laughs> His religion dead. <laughs> Jesus dead. Oh, he is. Or is he? Yeah. We just don't know. Uh, I'm not yet. <laughs> his uh, hair out of place, which is probably more of a concern for him. 
Which was the, which was funnier? Was it uh, as Aspilicueta giving away a pen or doing his hamstring or or the sending off of Kovacevicevic, which was <laughs> clearly a shocking error by Anthony Taylor, who was standing two yards away. Yeah, and maybe what? his ears were still ringing from the scream of Granite Xhaka. We've heard that scream before, but that scream has now been introduced to a worldwide audience. <laughs> if anyone was listening without crowd noise, and Just how any contact at all, he does that. How yeah. angry was Danny? Murphy about the sending off. I mean, he spent the whole game going Frank and Jody, Jody and Frank. I think he was meeting him in the bar afterwards, wasn't he? And they yeah. were going to go and toast the trophy. So he was furious. It's true, but he did say, to his credit, Danny Sabas was the best player on the pitch. But isn't it funny how the pundit always picks someone who plays in their position? Gary yeah. Neville always finds a fullback. Alan Smith always finds a centre forward. Yeah. And Danny Murphy always finds a central midfielder. Yeah. Sabas did have an excellent game, I thought. He yes, did. I did. I, it. Uh, it's funny how I didn't mind Danny Murphy. Maybe it's something to do with winning. Uh, it's funny, the game, it's but, funny yeah. how you've got a selective memory, D. Because yeah. you were, because ch- you were chunt- having sat next to you for the first time at your place for a game for ages. You were chuntering away about Danny Murphy, and you kept on saying with alarming regularity, "I want to see Sad Frank." We need to see Sad Frank. <laughs> Grumpy Frank. <laughs> I need Sad Grumpy Frank. Grumpy Frank. He always looks Frank. like he needs a pie. He just looked hungry for the whole of the set. He kept cutting to Frank. Think, oh, poor Frank. Someone give him a pie. <laughs> the old fat company. He needs a pie. Look at him. By the end, he was so miserable. We know what to do with Block 32. Always a bag of minstrels. He's sitting there. What are you saying to Jody Morris? Is, Where's the minstrels, Jody? Jody. Have you brought anything? Have you brought no biscuits? Yeah. I'm starving down here. He probably saw the prices Wembley are charging. I mean, I no, bet he Wem- said to me, it, was, it turns out we had to bring our own, Frank. We had to bring our own. There's nothing in the concessions. Go round the concourse, Jody, and get me a burger. I can't, Frank. They're all shut. We should have brought our own. At least some jammy <laughs> dodgers, Jody. He was starving. At yeah. least some jammy dodgers. <laughs> I think Jody looks like he's got some jammy dodges in his pocket at all times. Yes. Uh, it was marvellous seeing them look so miserable. It was hilarious seeing all their substitutes sitting <laughs> sitting in the seat. I know. It was like a painting, wasn't <laughs> no, it? They were in a sort of a holding pen. I don't know at what point they were allowed to go down the tunnel, but after the final whistle, there was a lot of time with all the Chelsea players looking so miserable in the seats and all the Arsenal players jumping on each other. And then they well, then they left. They're getting their losers med- losers <laughs> medals for somewhere else. Good. I never like. I don't want to see them ever again. Three well, they, times it was, it was just sort of like a in the FA Cup. It was like a free for all, wasn't it? It was like go and pick up your uh, your losers medal. Oh, this is something I wanted. Um, who was the kid with the blonde hair on our reserves? He's one, he's one of our subs. I can't. I don't even know his name. I, I wondered I whether mean, he got won. right in the front row for the for the for the photo. I know. I, I wondered whether he'd <laughs> won a competition. It got Matthew Smith, was it? Is that uh, maybe it is? Yeah. Uh, number fifty-seven. I'm looking on the back of my uh, Watford program from the other day. Yeah, the blonde um, kid. Yeah. And highly rated, and all the rest of it on the bench for the final, having never played a minute for the Arsenal. And there's in the front row. I saw Martinelli pocket a medal. It looked so fishy the way he did it. <laughs> and then, and then Aubameyang didn't get a medal at the end while he was still trying to break the FA Cup with some spectacular balls up of a trophy presentation. Really, it's a so ridiculous the lengths they go to there's no one who can hand him it really yeah. I mean, can't they do it on the end of a long pole can't they just hand him it on a 10 foot pole I think while he's been injured Martinelli's been uh, watching City of God hasn't he and he nicks Ober's trophy he <laughs> <laughs> pocketed his medal <laughs> pocketed it I'm hoping that Ober said go and get me a medal for you <laughs> Gabriel yeah would you mind yeah oh Martinez <laughs> crying oh oh be still, my beating Argentinian heart. Yeah. That was lovely. We're, we're a couple of hard men down here in Brighton, but oh, even we, us, we uh, were <laughs> we were very... <laughs> we melted at that point. Bless him. That was a beautiful moment, and it was good to see uh, Socrates, his last act of the club, just handing out everyone's medals for him. Yeah. <laughs> Taking away that moment of joy for them. He looked quite up. miffed about coming on, actually, didn't he? Yeah. I didn't want to play for this regime. Oh, I've got a couple of his medal. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Even, um, um, uh, uh, what's his name gets one? Kalasinac gets one, right? Kalasinac gets one. All the subs get one. Yeah, they got on, didn't they? Kalasinac at the end. How yeah. lovely was it to see? I mean, how beaming. Did you see any of the Arteta interview? Just, yeah, beautiful just man. A be- just a beautiful man. I, can't, I almost can't bear it. 
No. Because with Wenger, he was a wonderful human being and he was a, a guru and all that, but there was something hard and slightly strange about him. He could fall out with his captain for nine years and never speak to him again. There was something... With Arteta, there just seems like a warmth and a humanity in him that's... It would almost hurt you to see him lose because you could imagine how desperate it would be. Yeah, no, I think so. And just when he said, you know, I played my part, they played their part, that connection, that connection's lovely. And he even got himself a yellow card. I think that's what he meant by playing his part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he was referring to when he, when he was a player. Oh, I think yes. that's what he meant. <laughs> yeah, no. I think that's what he meant. Let me, let me read you the Arsenal 11 from 2017 uh, who won the cup. David Ospina was in goal. Do you remember that? Yes. Petr Cech was on the bench. Rob Holding, old Bighorn, he played. Per Mertesacker, Nacho Monreal. Hector Bellerin played right wing back. Aaron Ramsey. Granit Xhaka played. The Ox, Meza, Welbeck and Sanchez. So it's just Bellerin, Holding and Xhaka from only three years ago. Yeah. In the side. Chelsea, similarly, though, they've only got Azpilicueta. David Luiz is there. Uh-huh. And uh, Marcus <laughs> Alonso. And they completely changed their team. Pedro came off the bench. They had Zuma on the bench. Our subs were Coquelin, Elneny, Lucas Perez, Olivier Giroud, uh, Theo Walcott and Alex Iwobi. That was 2017. Wow. Right. Well, in that game, we scored in the fourth minute, didn't we? And it was a totally different feel. Yeah. And they had a red. It was just fantastic, wasn't it? I mean, <laughs> Baku, I just can't really... I can't tell you how miserable that experience was. It only football sense. As a trip, I, it was all right. I was all right with it. I enjoyed it. But the, being in the ground and that miserable experience, with that, losing 4-1 to them, and they keep signing players for 50 and 60 million, and it's sort of killing you... And to organise yourselves and come back from a goal down and really deserve to win, regardless of the dodgy red, I think we would have won anyway. Yeah, can we I just, think can so. Can we talk about the absolute despicable filth of that Obama Young finish? <laughs> it, was, it was revolting. It was, he's got no left foot at all, oh has he? Until, until he's one-on-one one with the keeper. And then he can do anything he wants. Anything yeah. he wants. The only, thing, the only thing that would have made that better is if he'd done a look away up to the gantry where Ian Wright was. <laughs> like, I mean, he almost did, didn't he? That was just a flick. It I, mean, I, think, I think it was Jose Mourinho said about him. I can't remember. Maybe he's worked as a pundit. And he said he enjoys being in front of the goalkeeper. He enjoys being there. And that's, it's really the truth about him. He does love, That's where he wants to be. In front of the keeper... Most players seize up or snatch at things, and he just goes in the slab. It's just magnificent. The penalty was superb. Oh, the penalty! It's both games. The penalty was outrageous as well. I yeah. mean, absolutely fired it in. But I mean, every single one of us thought he was going to, you know, put his foot through it, right? Or like beat the keeper with most. Yeah, go through his legs. legs. But just to actually the disdain the the. The cage football in Marseille-ness of it. The, the, <laughs> the impudence on the streets of Buenos Aires of it. I just I, That is my favourite kind of finish. It's disgusting. Yeah, and the fact of the way you can talk about it afterwards. It's like, I know Zuma knows me, and I, he, <laughs> he was waiting for me to go on my right, so I decided to go on my left. Bish, up in the gantry there, Shearer, Lineker and Wrighty were just purring about that. Right. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, um, would you have been? Oops. Would you have been? Um... Hello. Uh, so, hello. That's Pierre Emerick I'm staying at Arsenal. Hey! They said that you don't have the double jeopardy, double jeopardy anymore. I was quite surprised by. It. I didn't realise that. That if you get the foul outside the box and he gets sent off, and inside the box you get the penalty, right? Yeah, some uh, you can get sent off for giving away a pen. I mean, it happens to Louise, doesn't it? Yeah, you can. Um, but they really they've made a muddle of the rules in every respect, haven't they? They keep chopping and changing. I think there was another defender coming over, and so it would have been a harsh, a harsh red anyway. Yeah, but it was I... a pen. I thought he tried to foul him outside the box, but he hadn't quite got hold of him, had he? So Ober kept going. I actually thought that we would actually suffer a bit with um, as as. Piloqueta going off because he was really really struggling after they'd had that initial run the first 10-15 minutes he was really struggling uh, with uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles and obviously for the goal in the end Ainsley Ainsley what a performance did you know he was really, that quick? everyone was so good weren't they he is like lightning and he's so fantastically quick yeah he's focused he's doing good stuff in the opposition half as well yeah 
Pepe had a good game. Sabio's Granite Xhaka, unbelievable. Yep. What a redemption. Yeah, no, no, Just absolutely. Fantastic. Kieran Tierney, we love him. Everything he did was good. Yeah. Um, I mean, Rob Holding. Tyo was really on at Rob Holding early on, and I was like, hey, give him a chance. <laughs> Said no one ever. No. <laughs> um, and Come on. Well, he kept... Old Big Horn's a hero. They, they kept... He's better than Cannavaro, don't you know? Yeah. I'm glad we got through it, and I'm pleased for him, and I don't, you know, we just won the FA Cup, so I'll try and be... But I was a bit worried about him. I think you've been a bit worried about him since last... Well, and Julie, it turned out. <laughs> yeah. And Julie. T, I wish you'd just and give Julie, them out because I don't think they had a proper shot in the second half, did they? No. I think we played them so well. They dropped off second half, so we weren't getting in behind. They had a lot of the ball, but couldn't get through. And once we got the second goal, we shut the door. There was a couple of moments when we were very deep, and I was worried we were going to trip someone up in the box or give yeah. away something. And, and, you know, you could see us doing that in the old days, but... Oh, Mikel's got organised. It was quite funny. It looked like they were setting traps in that first ten minutes. The, the bit before we turned up, we they kept setting those traps, and uh, Pulisic, who, who was sort of in and Mount, and they were in that sort of no man's land, and they just kept going through Xhaka and Ceballos with ease. And it felt like we were falling into their trap. And then Rob Holding would be a bit too eager, commit himself and then, you know, leave himself exposed. And then you're, that's when you're, we were really sort of thankful for that, for that drinks break. And he made some little twit, you know, little sort of changes. I think and you just told them to pull the finger out and get going because they just didn't start, mm. did they? And it was a bit of a worry. What happened in the in the game of Baku was it went a goal down and that was it. There was no mm. way back. We knew we were going to lose from that moment. But the reaction to going a goal down by the closing part of the second half, we got the pen and then we were on top looking for another goal. Yeah, it's a fantastic reaction to going behind, and they couldn't change anything. Pedro came on really. Would you say it's a busted flush, T? Would you say Pedro's a busted flush? Before he goes on and gets 30 goals for Roma next season. Well, um, (laughs) did you see what happened to him after? um, Oh, yeah. Well, what happened to him was he made us wait 10 minutes for the cup. (laughs) Rolled him off the pitch. When it went up to 12 minutes added time, I think this is really ridiculous. If we get a goal in now, I'm just going to be absolutely gutted. I thought we were going to bring him down in the box. So, yeah, I'm glad that it's good to see him on. Still good to see him being a busted flush. Did like the look. He can be magnanimous in, in victory. Did like the look of Mason. Mount, he's decent, isn't he? Yeah, he's busy, very busy. Did, did Willian was Willian injured? Um, he, not... he said in uh, Fat Frank's um, rather annoyingly uh, unbitter post-match interview. Keeping it hidden, keeping it hidden. He's bitter as he's bitter as all hell. Yeah, my well, maybe he'd had some <laughs> trifle straight after the game, or just had a, yeah. someone giving him a cake. I got him a Muller's corner. Yeah. <laughs> Too fiddly. I think he's needed something to shove in. <laughs> two two four-finger Kit Kats later, and he was quite magnanimous. <laughs> half-time, he'd sent uh, Jody Morris out for the Bourbons. Yeah. Jody Morris yeah. got to drive through McDonald's half-time. <laughs> 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 I remember what I was going to say. He said that uh, William was injured. And I think Kante, I think Kante was, I don't know whether he was thinking about, because they've got the Champions League, haven't they, on Friday? Yeah, they're going out of that, my friend, and I'm going to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) With my Robert Lewandowski mask. That is one of my favourites. Yeah. (laughs) So this means, this means uh, that, uh, first of all, it means that um, Mikel Arteta has won as many trophies as Spurs has in the last 21 years. (laughs) That's, that's that's the first thing to know, and the second thing is is that they now have to go into the qualifying round of the Europa, the second qualifying round of the Europa. Is that League. true? Is that for sure? It's, it seems to be true. Oh, that would um, be nice. And oh, uh, so we, do we qualify above them, as it were, in yeah. the Europa League, yes. the FA Cup winners? Yes, friends. <laughs> <laughs> so. So That's once, probably the next week, is it? The qualifying round. Yeah, so it's, so once again, it's, t- it's this evening. <laughs> they've got to get, they've got to get to Baku. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, 
Yeah, I hope they're playing locom- locomotive metal factory somewhere out in Kazakhstan. The, Am- the Amazon, the Amazon producers, the Amazon producers have been saving the Russians. Always will be a great, a great edition of the of the documentary when they have to get Harry Kane off a beach in Marbella and say, "Then he's got a ball got quarantine now, and what?" And then they've got to get him out. It's the only way to walk into the Europa Cup, isn't it? Now we're going to be playing every other day for six months, but never mind. I'll take it. So, has has Harry Kane won the FA Cup? Well, no, Harry Kane has never won anything, my friend, and he never will as long as he's playing in that toilet bowl up the road. (laughs) Rob Holding's won two FA Cups. Rob Holding goes round Harry Kane's house (laughs) and knocks on the door. He's going, oh, piss off, Rob. He's going, (laughs) <laughs> got two now, lads. Got two. Oh, pick off, Rob. Leave me alone. Just, tap, just taps on his taps on his window with his medals. <laughs> and then he looks. He's got one medal over each eye. <laughs> hey, it's old big old Harry. Do you want to come to the pub? <laughs> Using his medal as a placemat in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> just keeps that. Every time he puts his hand in his pocket, he drops it. Oh, there's that medal again. <laughs> oh, they won't stay in your pockets, Harry. Just you better, if you ever play for a big club, you better get some better pockets. Harry leaves less time in the when, when, when they're going on holiday because he, the metal search doesn't bother him at all. So now, Harry, you go first. <laughs> Straight through. Rob, Rob Holden's taking out his keys, his phone, his medals. Rob Holden's, oh, no, I filled a tray with stuff and it's still going off. Oh, hang on. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Here's my FA Cup medal. Which one? Do you want which the 2017 one, or the 2020? Do you want which one do you want? Do you want the COVID-19 one? It's in cling film. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hilarious. They should have given him medals on two metre long poles, shouldn't they? (laughs) It is special medals that he held on a pole. Well, um, Arteta has said, I've just had this uh, message sent. Uh, Tom March is listening to uh, the press conferences. He said, Arteta on Oba dropping the trophy. He needs more experience with trophies. We can get him used to that. Ah, <laughs> nice. nice. Sweet. He's but Kyle, is someone telling me just take it off the base? Leave the base there. Doesn't matter about the base. Yeah. So I couldn't. Why was he 25 foot away from the rest of the team? Still on the balls. Anyway, who cares? It doesn't matter. It's quite funny. Isn't it? So, what, so yeah. they said that the, the losers' medals, the losers' medals were given out basically backstage. What they, they put fat Franks in between two burger. <laughs> With some ketchup on it, and he ate it. It's about respect. It's about respect. He's got a little bit of ribbon stuck between his teeth. <laughs> what colour's the ribbon? Why, why have you got ribbon between his teeth? I ate my medal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we'll take that, basically. It's oh, weird. Good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm kind of glad it's over now. I'm glad football's oh, so over tense. for us. Another little favourite moment was after uh, Bamiyang did his uh, somersault... And the first person up to him was Ainsley. Ainsley, 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 Maitland-Niles. He's won the cup. (laughs) I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) that was, that was, uh, I felt that was a beautiful moment. Everything was beautiful today. It was so tense. So I watched it with my kids. It's the first time, you know, we're there, right? We're normally there. We'd be at Wembley Park probably now, still, going somewhere. We'd have had some meal somewhere. It, it, It was really... Gutting not to be in the ground at full time for that riot of celebration that you get when everyone's on their feet and the music and you keep spotting little moments that you're trying to remember. Yeah. I remember Podolsky pouring a bucket of water over <laughs> us and Wenger. But he's trying to see people, they're spotting their families or they're you know, talking and you're oh, look what he's doing, look what he's doing. The whole thing, he's trying to take it all in and remember it. Uh, but in a way, for me, in a way, I've been. When it's, who knows if we'll get to a cup final? You just don't know. You don't know. We've won it a few times now. You, just could, you take it for granted after a while. So to, I did at least get the chance. My my ten-year-old uh, daughter was made up and thrilled to bits and jumping around. So it was actually really nice to watch it. Aww. Watch it with the kids and have that have that as an experience. I, I, I said to uh, Katie the night before, if we win the cup. They will remember that for the rest of their lives. I mean, she will remember that. 
Absolutely. I remember losing to Leeds United in 1972 and I was sixth. Mm. When we lost to Ipswich in 78, I remember crying on my pillow. I remember just putting my face in the pillow. I remember my dad yeah. said to me, well, it was 1-0, but it could have been 4. That was... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tottenham fan. But it's fair to say that Ipswich did batter us in that final. And John Walker hit the post twice yeah. and he just couldn't play and it was awful. And then the following year against Man United, was on my knees and weeping in front of the television yeah. when Alan Sutherland saved it after we'd gone, lost a two-goal lead. And it all sort of, so many things down the years. Yeah. But it's the first time since that 79 final that I've watched us win the cup on the, on the box. I didn't go to Valencia, but I've been to every single final since. Mm. So it's a weird thing to, to miss it, but still... It still feels amazing. Yeah. <laughs> there won't be a parade or anything. I missed 2017, actually. I missed Chelsea in 2017. I watched that one in Spain. Um, so that's probably the only one. That was a good one. That's the only... Um, and I didn't go in 98 because um, cause I couldn't get a ticket. So we watched it, as we know. Um, we know what happened after that. We've done that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, for, number 14. That's That's a lot of FA Cups, isn't it? Yeah. When Wrighty was talking about that at the end, for one brief moment, um, well, Wrighty didn't know what it was for, but I just thought for one moment that they were wearing it for a Bamiyang because they knew something that we didn't. Did, you, did anyone else well, That's what I initially thought when I saw the 14 shirts. Yeah. But then, then I thought, oh, no, it's for 14 cups. But they said that it didn't make any sense. It's someone's idea, isn't it? Yeah. It's someone's idea in the club. Oh, we'll get some shirts with 14 for forward together. What did it say on it? Uh, yeah, for, it something said. like that. I th- it wasn't something to do with mental health, was it? On the mental was health it? theme? I don't know. I'm... I mean, the fact that they had those in the, in the kit man had those in a box, you know, at the bench, it's a bit embarrassing, isn't it, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, if that's what they want to do, whatever. Yeah. Can we just briefly talk about our new typeface? The numbers? Yeah, and the uh, well, the names on the shirts. Big goth- yeah, Big gothic. Like I'd like it in a sort of a, a in a you know New York hip hop style. Uh, I quite like it. It Bit is rock actually steady similar. It's well, I was going to say, as I mean, as you know, Al, um, the uh, the RZA side project, um, Grave Diggers, because it is the same font that they use. The Grave Diggers just used googling, on. Just googling that now. Just yeah. googling That's that. Diggers with a D I double G A Z. Basically, whenever you say, as you know, Al, has he ever known? <laughs> no, of course not. I've got, I've, he knows I've got nil interest in him. Although I was once on uh, the Jonathan Ross oh, show with God. 50 Cent, so have that. <laughs> well, there it is. I'll see what you mean. Grave Diggers, Diary of a Madman. It's got the similar font. I quite like it. I didn't like the font, and then we started winning, and I loved the font. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we Are you going to get one for the kids with um, 14 on the back? Susie 14? Oh, well, I will. I will obviously get. A new man of kit. There's so much Arsenal kit in the sounds of all various sizes. Absolutely, I will. So, in a bigger picture kind of uh, way, how amazing is it for us to end his first, not even full season, with a trophy? How amazing is it to come back from the terrible game at Man City and then the awful disaster at Brighton? And when we had, we, we recorded a podcast that was one of the most angriest we've ever done about the, how terrible it was. And we really, really felt the fact that he's able to get hold of them and get them organised and get them playing and make a plan to beat Manchester City and Chelsea and somehow having found ourselves 2-1 up against Liverpool through a couple of mistakes that we pounced on, to be fair to us, yeah. to, to organise the team to hold that lead and win that game. It's produced some terrific results. He's yeah. coached the players. He's coached the players, right? He, he's he's brought something out of obviously the obvious the, well, the eye catching ones are Sabias on Sabias and Shaka. But what he's done for Maitland Niles, the performances he's dragged out of Maitland of Maitland Niles have been have been superb. Pepe started. I mean, Pepe, Pepe started to play. Um, all of us. Bellerin's playing better. Bellerin's playing today. He played like he was playing a couple of years ago. What a run he made! That run that in the game. end. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was having a little. Terrific. And brave when the Chelsea player came over and tackled him. He was brave there. Pepe's finding the right ball as well, isn't he? Um, Lacazette's playing a funny role in the side. I can't help thinking that he won't get that chance next season. But um, it's a tough job the way he's trying to play at the moment, isn't he? He's been trying to play himself back into kind of form obviously he scored that one goal against uh, you tell me but he's spending a lot of time in his back to goal he got one at Wolves he got one at Spurs didn't he I mean listen it's a, it's 
It's about getting the wide players into space yeah. and getting them in position to score. It's, a, it's how Man City play, it's how Liverpool have been playing. Uh, Firmino scored a goal the other night in that amazing 5-3 win against Chelsea where Liverpool scored some sensational goals. And Firmino scored a goal and it was his first home goal in the Premier League this season. I mean, you can hardly believe it. But he spends the game teeing people up and and pulling defenders about and his first touch is extraordinary and he gets loads of assists. So it's a different way of playing striker. It's not about having a centre forward. It's quite a withdrawn thing. It's just the way they do it now, isn't it? Yeah. But I'll be interested to see next season who we have playing that role. Well, it's it's interesting seeing Giroud in the game where Giroud did that, you know, does that job. Yeah, so superbly. Did Did you see the um, uh, when uh, Louis, David Louise hit Giroud in the back? <laughs> I actually yeah. had to. Oh, re- when Giroud went over like that, and I, I rewound it. Up. He'll be. Up. He'll get up. Don't worry. I've seen this two hundred and seventy-eight times. He. You think he's been shot by a sniper from the roof of the ground, and he's making it up. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a cheap. If they do a remake of the man who shot Liberty Valance, then they're going to have that as the front cover. That moment where, the moment where Giroud just stands there, pauses, yeah. dies like Marlon Brando and on the waterfront, like really slowly and yeah, um, oh, and then also gets up seconds later. There's a bit of pontoon about it as well. That sort of, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, we actually paused it and I had to go back and show it because <laughs> to T, which I know is really annoying. And I, I did apologise profusely for doing that. Uh, but yeah, you, you, it was quite spectacular. When was the last time, uh, Al, that you watched a game on the telly with Damien? Any game on the telly with Damien? It's an experience. It was 89. It's an experience that. It's good to be reminded of every so often. Because, like, um, <laughs> just remember where up. you're staying tonight. Just <laughs> yeah. before, before, before you asked me why I was shouting at the television. That was quite funny. I mean, why are you shouting at the television? <laughs> <laughs> the turbo knee, when it's not restricted by you know row, rows thirteen and fifteen, goes a lot wilder. Oh, it's Keith Dover. Hey, let's get him on. Keith Dover's uh, here. He, he knows we're doing Keith the pod Dover's as well. We can't miss out. All right, Keith. Hello. Hey. Hello. How you doing? We're all right. You are. You are live on the Tuesday Club. Hey. Oh, am I? Yeah. No. You got anything you oh, want to say to oh. the listeners? Oh, well, what a great win, and uh, I mean, it was deserved. And it's nice to see Chelsea players drop like nine pens. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you send us a picture? Can you ask me why you sent us a picture of an inflatable pig? Uh, oh, he's gone. This is so hilarious. This is so what he's like. <laughs> I love the way he goes, oh, am I? <laughs> oh, am I? <laughs> did I miss my curtain call, Keith? <laughs> you know we're doing the pod. So he's <laughs> he sent this picture. Can you explain this, Al, before, in case he doesn't come back? Why he's, well, why he's got that haircut for a start, but secondly, why he's uh, got that picture of a pig? Ah, now, you see, Keith sent us a photo of him. It's not a real pig, is it? It's a toy pig. Uh, years ago, when we used to go and see the Arsenal, and the old 1-0 to the Arsenal days, you know, a lot of nail-biting European nights, trying to get through to the Cup Winners' Cup final. And Keith once famously said, I think we were in, I think we went to the San Siro or something. Anyway, I can't remember. Anyway, and he goes, I'm tense as a pig. And, and, it, and it just... It just became a thing. You can imagine, why, why, what's a pig got to do with it? One time, <laughs> he went into a toilet at a football stadium at half-time. Imagine how busy it is. And he came out and he goes, they're queuing like dogs in there. The dogs have never queued. Can you imagine dogs queuing? It's just the melee and chaos of any load of dogs together under any circumstances. There's nothing that comes to mind less than dogs when you think of a queue, unless it was absolute melee and chaos. But it wasn't what he meant. It's just the first thing that came to mind. So he said, I'm tense as a pig. And he's been saying, I'm tense as a pig. Four years. Ever since. What's happening with you two? You keep legging it off. And, oh, this is weird. Now, Tyler's yeah, yeah, left a little the... picture on my screen and he's reappeared, He's appeared in the background of yours. Oh, he's gone to the fridge. Yes. He's gone to the fridge. There is. mini fridge there with the beer. Uh, Tom, Tom Gig has emailed me. 
as, and he says, uh, I've chuffed you've made your podcasting return. After a brief Twitter conversation with Tayo back in November, oh, <laughs> <laughs> where he said he thought the Tuesday Club podcast race had run. Yeah, well, that was before lockdown, my friend. Uh, I was delighted to find out you resurrected the pod. It's always been my favourite podcast. Thank you very much. Tom, getting to the point, I've come up with a chant for Rob Holding. Rob, Rob, Rob Holding. Da, 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 da. So, before they came down our end to score, you'll stop them, Rob Holding, and then we'll go score some more. <laughs> I will never email you again. All the best, Tom. Oh, Dan Alden. Dan Alden has uh, emailed because his brother Stephen got several anagrams on last week and apparently hasn't stopped going on about it so i decided in true justin and gavin hoyt sibling rivalry fashion <laughs> to try and one-up him uh, here are my efforts per murtisaka sperm racketeer mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> very good philip sendros purrs polished penai don't know what you're on about alan pardew warped anal <laughs> That's... And Alex Ferguson, sex fun galore. I mean, really, they do have to. They, they really do need to somehow relate to the person in the way that Neil Warnock and Colin Wanker just go together so <laughs> perfectly. But he redeems himself at the death uh, with Teddy Sheringham. He'd shag dirty men, which is really <laughs> funny. Oh dear! Uh, oh, and he's Teddy. pitched him with one for me, Alan Davis. I saved anal. Unlike my brother, I will read Ian's book. He couldn't read it anyway unless it's a picture book. Well, the good news is, in parts, it is. (laughs) Some illustrations. Uh, Now, do you remember years ago when we drew Newcastle, uh, with Newcastle 4 all having been 4 0 up, um, there was a viral video of a bloke watching it on his computer and going bananas and yelling at the screen as each goal went in. I think he was being filmed by his girlfriend or something. Does that ring a bell with you? It does. It's a precursor to much of that same kind of tomfoolery. But yeah, I remember it. Yeah, his then girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, this guy, Dan, says, That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for me, he says, I was just finishing my teaching degree and the video went viral during my first year of teaching. Not only did it take off among gooners, but was picked up by news channels locally and internationally. It was only a matter of time before the students caught wind of it. The day came and I deserved an Oscar for pleading complete ignorance. Needless to say, it quickly done the rounds. The story takes a twist, however. I was called into the head's office, a petite Irish woman, not really into her football, but known for her no-nonsense approach. I knew what was coming and I felt I had my story prepared. However, when she started telling me that the video had been brought to her attention and that she just couldn't understand how someone could get so angry and frustrated at the Eurovision Song Contest... (laughs) I had to ask her what she was talking about. She showed me the screen and someone had dubbed the video as a reaction to to Jedward winning the Irish selection for the Eurovision Song Contest. I burst into laughter, which didn't particularly impress, nor did my clarification that it was actually a football match. I've spent the last nine years petitioning for its removal. (laughs) Uh, Reasonably successfully. Unfortunately, Arsenal still managed to evoke similar reactions. Well done. That's outstanding. Not today. Not today. Not today. Uh, thank you for emailing. Uh, uh, it is a marvellous bit of video. I'm sorry it's followed you around for nine years, but hopefully today might have made up for yeah. a little bit of that. Dennis, pain. my cat, was terrified at uh, Tayo's response to Aubameyang's second goal. Really? Yes, he was quite it, it was so top. It was, was so top shelf. What did you do, T? What did you do? Did you did you go for the cat? It, no. no. It was, Were you barking like a dog? He just came just, saying, oh. disgusting. That was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I was purring more that than Dennis disgusting. was. No, it was an absolutely top shelf, revolting finish. It's just my favourite. I can't wait to watch that again. I can't wait to the fact that we've got match of the day to watch again. That that doesn't happen. My ten year old wanted to stay up because she's saying, "Well, they might show." They might show that man, by that man she meant Ian Wright, they might show him watching the, the goal. 
because they showed at half time they showed Wright's reaction to the pen being given. Yeah, I said they probably will show it. Right, if yeah. I, but I'll you know I'll record it for you. Right, it's massive. Right, right, he had a great game today. Um, as well, a bit uh, weird having Ashley Cole supporting Chelsea. Ooh. Was he supporting oh, wow. Chelsea in it? Because um, yeah, yeah, a, deep... a little wee slipped out, as they say. Oh. <laughs> 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 he did let a little wee slip I, out. I, I still coach, maintain he's a good there? pundit. I still maintain he's quite a good pundit. No, he's good. He knows his stuff. Great, great player. All that pain's long behind us. We've beaten them in three FA Cup finals. It's just fantastic. That just, just so makes up for Baku. It's so great to have that. To have lost today would have been... To have Lampard with a cut would have been intolerable. The whole thing would have been too much after last year. So it was nice to get that and done and not have to endure that. Absolutely brilliant. You know, they beat Leicester and Liverpool and Man U, didn't they, on their run to the final? So they, they'd taken some scalps. Yeah. And uh, but we had, we took a lot of confidence, didn't we, from the city game? Well, it did yeah. fill me with pride when uh, Guy Mowbray did say, like, you know, when the we you know the four four semi final teams come round, we were absolutely the outside bet to be here now, weren't we? Oh yeah, we were underdogs today, no doubt. But we played better than them. We showed we were a good side, given that we really took the same squad that was a real mess earlier in the season. And, and towards the end of last season, was prone to balls ups and cock ups. He's taken them and put them in, got them organised. They did seem to know when it was a good time in the game to go forward, when it was a good time in the game to sit and hold. Yeah. That kind of game management, which we're taught, is learned over years of training, just seems to be if it looks like they're on top for a bit, lads, don't go mad, sit in and defend. If we're getting on top, go up and try and score. It feels like it was as simple as that almost. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps a lot of credit too to the two lads who Arteta brought in with him, his coaches, he's obviously got an excellent relationship with, a lot of experience. They seem so on top of it. I know we mentioned him briefly earlier, but just Emmy Martinez, I'm so pleased for him. Like oh, not only for the tears marvelous. afterwards, but he's just he's the confidence when you know, when the ball's coming across for corners and stuff like that today or, you know, launched into the box the way they did a few times. And he's just on top of it. He's on top of it. He's... His handling's good. He's good with the ball at his feet. Yeah. I, his, it, I know we shouldn't do anything that annoys I was slightly annoyed with his kicking it out straight back to them. It's a minor grumble. It's a minor You weren't grumble slightly annoyed, D. You we were furious. The Again, I was there. Again, I was there, D. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, the voice of reason there. Like, you can't... Yeah, hey, leave him, man. You can't, you can't brush him off today, D. I was there with you as you furiously launched an invective at the TV. Stop it! Stop it! Stop doing that! But there was a Hector Bellerin where he went... I mean, that last 10, 15 minutes was oh. ridiculously tense. So every little thing like that... It was that, so tense. And God, did you think that uh, Martinez handball, I was convinced they were going to... Because they, they didn't yeah, it show dodgy, it. Yeah, looked dodgy, didn't it? But he did well. He did well. Judged his line well there, oh, just. Jesus. <laughs> do they go scary. for that or do they get a yellow card? Do they go for that? Uh, I think you can go for that. I think you, you can. You've seen is sent off for a red card like that. Yeah, oh God. The rules are mad. I mean, it would be... I mean, if he didn't send Aspera off, then it would be hard to send him off because it's obviously, a, you know, he's obviously going for the ball. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Michael Clare 2000, I'll give you that. I don't know if it's your name, Michael Clare, or if it's Michael and Clare. Anyway, Michael's emailed me to say there is an anagram of Mike Dean. Um <laughs> Which is Enema Kid. <laughs> Enema Kid is quite good for Mike Dean. Um, oh. And I, I must say that, did he not have a penalty given? He was the ref for the Watford game, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, and the, how begrudging. Oh, he that's... was so begrudging. They got, they're, 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 one of their defenders absolutely flattened. Was it Lacazette? He absolutely yeah. flattened him in the area right at the start of the game. Yeah. And it was a clear foul. would obviously be a foul anywhere else on the pitch and all that. And uh, he didn't give it. And then VIA go, yeah, the look on Dean's face. He did not <laughs> oh. want to give that. That pained him. That really <laughs> pained him. Yeah. And it was so great for Arsenal fans to see that. He would 
God, he, he had to give Arsenal a penalty. He didn't want to give Arsenal a penalty. Yeah, they told him, Mike, you've got to give it a penalty. And mate. it was at that exact <laughs> moment that the hourglass was turned over. We just waited and waited for him to get his revenge. We waited for Mike Dean's revenge because you knew that as soon as he'd been overruled, shown up in front of the millions, which he hates, he was going to give them a penalty back. And then um, Welbeck gets his shot off. How many times out of 100 do you get given the penalty after the shot's gone off? But Mike Dean, yes. Mike Dean was straight back there and, yeah. and gave him their chance. That's a pen. Well, the guy, the defender, desperately trying to stop the guy shooting and he shoots and they collide. That's a pen, is it, now? The ball's long gone. Yeah, yeah, it's a pain. It is when you've overruled me, when you've shamed me in front of my friends and family, my Tranmere <laughs> brethren. <then> that's, <laughs> that's Couldn't what you they get. have overruled him? I wish they'd overruled him on that as well. I've got to go to the pub after this and you try and make me look bad in front of my people. But uh, yeah. Anthony Taylor didn't... The um, kid. Anthony Taylor sent off uh, Victor Moses as well. Yeah, but that was the right decision. That one was, yeah. yeah. This, this was a wrong decision. This was a wrong decision. And, the Kovacic and, 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 one. And, 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 and it was right in front it. of him. It was just, I mean, the, uh, the first one was quite a close yellow, really. It was a bit of a collision. But the second one was... But he, the, the, the weird thing is he had two minutes and he could have just said to VAR... Was that any, you know, he could have just said that. I mean, I'm not complaining. But Gary Lineker was explaining that they can't go to VAR for a yellow card, even though it results in a red. You can go for a direct red, a straight red. Yeah. But you can't go for a second yellow that's going to lead to a red. These are the kind of loopholes and anomalies that make it such a nonsense. If a guy, if a guy's going to be sent from the field of play yeah. and he'll miss the next game, right, for an obvious mistake, and that is an obvious mistake, then, then they need to overturn it, and he comes back on the yeah. field of play. That's or just or the VAR person just says, actually, don't don't give him another. You know, it's yeah. No, I can't believe we're defending a Chelsea player. Or well, you can do when you've won. It magnanimous, you person, yeah, you can yes. when you've won. We can be all magnanimous when we, when we've won. Yes. Uh, of course, at the time, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Uh, cover your ears, listener. I'm going to open the can of Guinness. Hey. <laughs> uh, there's some breaking news. Uh, I don't know whether you want us to discuss it now. I just imagine Keith's continually trying to ring. (laughs) (laughs) He's in Dorset on holiday. He's probably got no signal. He'll be going to high ground. (laughs) Um, Eddie Howe's left Bournemouth. Oh, no, is he? Yeah. That makes him available. Angling for a Premier League job. Yeah. That makes him available. Was it ever the the Eddie Howe game? It was. I I like Eddie Howe, but um, there's no way now that you'd... You'd swap our manager out, is there, at all? God, no, no. Um, you know, that's that's gone. The idea that, I mean, if we hadn't got to this final and we were down ninth or tenth and people weren't happy, then Eddie Howe being available would make, would make a pub conversation, but it's just not even an issue, is it? Arteta's got to be there for, well... 10 to 15. As long as it takes, my friends. Yeah, 10 to 15 <laughs> as long as he's years. Back. And much as though everything you say about the Europa, well, it's been said before about... It means some of those players are going to get some of the younger players like Eddie or whatever are going to get are going to get games at the start of the campaign. We have a tiny bit more money. We've got a player that we absolutely have to keep because we can't replace him. It's quite a lot more money, actually. It's quite a lot more money, especially given that we're going to lose our home match revenue. It's a big deal financially. Yeah, it's about thirty now. million, isn't it? Is that I mean, right? if you go deep in if you go deep in the competition, you can make 30, 40 mil. Yeah, so it, it is important, but it is a pain. It's going to make it much harder to get the league points I, necessarily. I um, to get top four. I was sort of, I was like you and thinking, oh god, do we have to? But uh, just in terms of what he can do with the kids. And I think Smith Rose coming back, isn't he? And you know, there's that... a little a little thing I've seen online of Smith Rowe doing a double Zidane turn on the edge yeah. of his own box playing for Huddlesfield. That kid has got so much talent. He's, and you know, you do want Arteta to get hold of him, and you know, same with Reese Nelson. All these guys have got to, you know, there's talk about oh, they might sacrifice Nelson, they might sacrifice Maitland Niles to try and bring money. No, 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 please don't do that. Please keep all of these kids in the club so they all continue to grow together because there's, there's a lot of talent in that yeah. group. And there are other players who can make way. I mean, I presume that Socrates will, will leave in the 
in the summer. I think he's already gone. Yeah. <laughs> was Urzil's yeah, was spotted today? To play that last five minutes. Well, was, I mean, again, we can't. I don't know if we can even have a conversation about Urzil. No, I didn't see him. I, I saw a thing about Wickham Wanderers uh, <laughs> when, when to... they were in the playoffs. Uh, no, no, not not that Urzil's going to sign for Wickham Wanderers. I wish he would. Um, but that when they were in their playoffs, that their subs made a lot of noise, and they made a decision that the subs would replace the fans they would be yelling throughout and being supportive and the players on the pitch said it did actually make a difference that feeling of cheering tackles and being making noise yeah and and i remember i remember seeing Meza in the stand with his feet up under an umbrella on a sunny day and i thought there's <laughs> never been anyone less likely to make a kind of phil specter style wall of noise on the, <laughs> on the touchline the least likely cheerleader in the history of sport is Meza Ozil. If they dressed him in a cheerleader's outfit, it would have been appropriate. Well, his agent has come that out is, and said... That's reduced himself to that. Go on. His agent has come out and said that he's definitely staying till 2021, which uh, he sort yeah. of expects. Yeah, and he's, he's 90%... He's it's like 90% thinks he might leave it then. Like, it's his choice. He's not going to get off and didn't have a deal, you lunatics. I mean, really, it's embarrassing, isn't it? But Kia Chirabjian, who now seems to be uh, the chairman of Arsenal... Uh, reckons he can get us a good deal for Philippe Coutinho, who's an immense talent. So that it, it, I don't know how that will be arranged. If they're going to talk about part X in Gwendouzi for him, I think they would much rather part X Aubameyang for him. But I guess that will be up to up to Aubameyang, won't it? But uh, I like Coutinho. He was absolutely wonderful at Liverpool. But that was what was it four years ago? Is he still the player? I don't know, I haven't seen anything of Bayern Munich to know what he's done there. They don't want him, so whether that's for financial reasons or what. Well, you would hope that um, Arteta could eke the best out of him because it looks, you know, that stuff at the end, I know we'd just won the FA Cup, but and it's easy to watch through sort of uh, rosy spectacles, but that team spirit at the end there was pretty special, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, no, definitely, winning something like that and that bond. I was very lucky to be asked to uh, kind of host uh, uh, the 79 Cup final reunion lunch uh, a while ago, a few months ago. And uh, that involved all the 79 team, um, nearly all, only O'Leary wasn't there, but the others, and to go around with a mic and chat to them and then get quite pissed with uh, Frank Stapleton, Graham Ricks and Alan Sunderland and Liam Brady. Wow. I mean, I can't, you know, you can't make out. It's absolute heaven. <laughs> and and, and I, I loved every minute of it. And the, they have that bond. They have that bond together. And the, winning the Cup together in 79 and going through that. And the other games they went through together as well, beating Liverpool in the 80 semi-final that went to four games. Yeah. Losing on Pence to Valencia. These experiences... They do have that, and you definitely feel that, strongly feel that with the Invincibles, and even more strongly with the 89 side. I mean, it's a it's a lifelong yeah. bond. And so to go through that, winning at Sheffield United first, beating Man City, and then this, is really something for the coach to build on. Cut to losing 6-0 in the community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm reminded the fact that um, I one of the things about that 79 FA Cup final was uh, the post-match interview and Liam Brady, who was actually wearing a Man United shirt, he'd swapped shirts with someone, and just yeah, how right. sweaty would that shirt be? I mean, yeah, anyway, yeah, the health and safety would go mad these days. But I always remember he said, oh, I was knackered. And my mum going, oh, and my mum being quite disturbed that he had said the word knackered because in 1979 that was, you know, sort of like quite a swear a word. word. Yes. And um, Arteta said the boys were absolutely knackered. Yes. He said it in his post match interview. And I, I found that was quite a nice little connection between him and Liam. I'd like to hear, uh, like to hear Unai Emery say that. <laughs> Can I? Clark. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cheers to Unai. Cheers, Unai. Cheers, Bad luck last year, mate. Uh, good luck. Good luck at Villarreal. Uh, Andrew Doughty has emailed again with further anagrams. He says, I might be scraping the barrel. <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur, hot at the porn smut. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Manchester United, 
A ruined meat stench. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. Or eat nude rim stench. He's gone stench twice. Manchester City has gone syn- synthetic cream, which somehow fits. <laughs> and he's also gone screechy man tip, which is a good description of Pep Guardiola as a bad loser. I was about to mention Pep, actually. He's not endeared him to himself to you this last week or two, has he? No, well, he's complaining about Arsenal. Oh, look, it's just, it, he hates losing, doesn't he? So, bad luck, mate. I, 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 I'll be supporting them on Friday against Real Madrid. Uh, they've got a massive game. Their form's in and out. But this, this little Champions League tournament's going to be quite fun, don't you think? From yeah. mini-Euros. It's going to be fun watching Chelsea get stuffed again, anyway. <laughs> got to pick themselves up. They haven't got any players. Put themselves up, absolutely smashed to pieces by Bayern Munich. If they turn that, if they turn that around, that will be the all-time greatest comeback. So, is all of it in Germany apart from the Madrid, the Madrid game? No, I don't know. I think they're playing these these leg games, these second leg games, in the right countries, right? And then right. they're all off to. Um, Lisbon, aren't they? Is it? Oh, is it the Euros? Is it the Europa that's in Germany? Then, what the is Euro? the um, what's the score in the Chelsea game? They're 3 0 down, don't oh, you remember? Right, yes. oh, don't you remember that game at the bridge? Alonso, is it Alonso Davis, the kid, the kid from uh, Canada? They got, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, they had Davis on his shirt, and I just was I nearly ordered one, I nearly ordered one online until I remembered it was Bayern Munich and they don't need 100 of my euros, so I can shove it. <laughs> I still remember losing, losing 10 to an aggregate, not as much as not as, not as much as the Brighton. I'll get a Canada one. <laughs> Speaking of Alonso, not as much as the Brighton, uh. Left uh, left back who upset me greatly because he's height because of his height and how he doesn't look like a left back. Marcus Alonso just doesn't. Apart from what he did to Bella in that time ago, which I've never forgiven him for, but he just doesn't look like he should be a left back. Do you know what I mean? He looks like he should be a sort of Lothario playboy, doesn't he? Or something like he, that. <laughs> he did nothing today, did he? He did nothing. He did nothing today. <laughs> oh, Alonso. <laughs> Pepe was. Pep, can we talk a little bit more about Pepe, please? Because he's just good game today. Good game today. Good game in the semi-final. Just at the end of the season, the end of his first season, perhaps because of Arteta, he started to put a little run of performances together, and we're seeing. He was seeing fewer mistakes. He got caught in possession once in his own half that could have been fatal, but it wasn't. But other than that, I don't think I remember him getting caught in possession again in the game. Whereas previously, yeah. it was pretty much standard. Because yeah. he was that, taking it. He was taking that extra touch that 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 you can't take. That you can take in France. Yeah, exactly that. Um, yeah. And he's disallowed goals. That's He's one of the all-time yeah. great cup final goals. He's a yeah, really no, good hitter of the ball, and his crosses, all those crosses, and that pressure. Just before you know, when when we need when we thought we were going to get a second one before half time, the balls those deep ones to the back post, which obviously Aubameyang scored against uh, Man City for, it's just again and again the keeper doesn't know. I mean, maybe a better keeper than Caballero might have got that, but um, I say that Edison couldn't cope with it, could he? So those deep ones to the back post, he gets them just right. His delivery is fantastic. We haven't. I mean, he's been taking. Good corner. You know, it was the first time we've had good corners this year for a long time as well. We don't. We don't it's we true. Don't Although the first corner he took today kicked it out of play on the other side, and I nearly swore in front of the children. That one aside, I was thinking we aren't going to get many chances, but I, I, we just played so well. We played so well, all of them keeping possession, calm, playing out from the back without it looking like it's all going to go wrong any minute, like it did under Emery. P- pacey up front, creating chances when they had the, when they had the time. And I felt like there's a unity from the players on the bench. It was great seeing Saka and Martinelli there, really enjoying being involved, even though one's on the bench, one's injured. There's there's a lot there's a lot there that's that's going well. And who'd have thought it really? I've come, we've come a long way from that Palace game, really, and it all started to go wrong. And the Frankfurt result, all of that. So, and that feels like two seasons ago, but it was the same season as this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Will you be buying the DVD of this season? Good shout. Well, I'll, I'll buy some other merchandise. <laughs> where was your um, Where was your invite to the uh, to the Palace today, Al? Did you get one as well? No, I saw Romish. I saw Romish there with yeah. Prince William. So it turns out you need yeah. a pandemic to get Romish to a game. 
basically. Yeah. When, so Romesh, when he... listen, Romesh Ranganathan is a, an associate of the Chusa Club and he's got a season ticket next to us and he's been to two matches in three years. <laughs> but that's usually because... He gets invited into boxes, or in this case, to the gardens at Kensington Palace. <laughs> and he's now, he's, and rightly so, he's at the top of the tree in uh, British comedy. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to make way. <laughs> oh, very. So magnanimous. Mag- One of my kids said to me, have you ever been invited to Prince William's house to watch an Arsenal game? Uh, so, so, this is such an odd question. This, <laughs> yeah. Uh, congratulations <laughs> congratulations on his well. And I said, well, no, because there hasn't ever been a pandemic before. I mean, I would, you know, <laughs> the only reason, there's, I mean, I'm sure I would have been invited if they'd, if I wasn't the irrelevant old man. Uh, congratulations <laughs> congratulations on his BAFTA. He got a BAFTA yesterday. Absolutely. Yeah. No, we love Romish and his programmes are almost always brilliant. He's annoyingly talented and he'll be absolutely thrilled to bits. Actual gooner, not a fake one. We always get accused of being fake ones. I've had it for years. Upmarket Arsenal fan and all that. Oh, he's not mm. really a fan. It drives you a bit mad. Uh, but, you know, what can you do? Uh, lads, I think I'm going to um, knock it on the head. What a fantastic day. <laughs> Isn't it's it? been a good one. We were Isn't wondering it? about this. I mean, we were, we were going to do it anyway, weren't we? We can say that because no one can tell us. Oh, any yeah, we, were, we would have been here recording this podcast and it would have been much, much funnier, I'm sure, if we lost 3 <laughs> 0. But I'll take, but I'll take, <laughs> and, I'll take an, that. and add an unjustified red card and, and all of that. And I had to watch Fat Frank up and down with a cup stuffing Mars bars in his mouth. <laughs> <as well. laughs> It would have been but, a little less smug, but certainly, wouldn't but it? But we know that Artes is just having a little little gazpacho somewhere, and uh, <laughs> Steve Steve Rounds had six pints of <laughs> lard. <laughs> Shepherd's name, <laughs> Shepherd's name bitter. Right, part of the. Have you seen this, Al? Just before you go, this is part of. Go the, on. What is it? Uh, Kim was asking, thinking it was mine. We have a. Perhaps Diamante studied AF, <laughs> studied oh, AFC necklace. necklace, and then uh, uh, Damien's uh, Mrs. General said, "Tyo, is that yours?" I said, "Absolutely, <laughs> wow. absolutely not." We'll get a picture of it up That's on the quite, side. Still, uh, and she said, well, it, "That was a little bit racist. She, it's quite blingy." She said, "It can't." <laughs> <laughs> she said, "It can't be Damien's," and I said. <laughs> So I'm going to stay in the Damien Harris dressing up box and <laughs> after the end of this podcast. Damien's bling. Yeah. I'm going to put on some Damien bling, some AFC bling, and uh, sing She Wore a Yellow Ribbon to Myself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's a very short chain, this AFC one. Is it like, you wear it like a bit like a... Tires now dangling the bling in front of the... Yeah. It's a bit like... Screen. It's a it's classy like a cho- item, isn't it? Right. It goes with the... I didn't want to say, I didn't want to say, lads, I know we're joking about Romish, at the, uh, but... I have actually got an invite out to the uh, Cronker Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Discuss the transfer budget close season. Tomorrow, me and Ken Fryer are going on a can you imagine? He's always liked Jonathan Creek. <laughs> can you imagine you and you Keith? You know that's true. Is Keith, can you Keith sneak Keith into your luggage? Keith can't come because he, he can't, we can't get hold of him. He's in Dorset and the WhatsApp's gone awry. <laughs> so bad luck, Keith. <laughs> yeah. He'd, he'd probably murder him anyway, probably better if he doesn't come. Yeah, and all the string. Uh, yeah. uh, lads, I'll, uh, I'll doubtless we'll be in touch in the close season. Chances Next are, week, cheers out. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, lads. Take cheers, care. Mate. Bye.